now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! And welcome back to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, uh, Dr. Shamu. And again, if you've seen the uh, title of the episode, just like last one of these, last one we did like this, this uh, Pokemon Xenoverse is a fan game. Don't expect these often, or so often. This is the only other one we had planned at the moment. Next one could be in a month, it could be in a year, it could be in seven years, we don't know. I hope it's not in seven years. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, we don't know when it'll happen. And as you've heard, I've got my uh, fellow co-hosts here. Um, I don't remember the order you guys joined in, so I'll let you figure that out. It's me first. Have Amazingly. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Linian. <laughs> Hi, Linian. Are we all Linian? We, we uh, are all Linian on this blessed yeah, day. We're all Linian today. Triple uh, I, I, I am Linian 9. <laughs> yeah. Model Clinian. number nine. Clinian. Yep. Uh, Clinian uh, nine. Uh, we have Dr. Linian uh, who's hosting. Linian O'Brien. No. <laughs> Besides, I'm clearly Sam Regal. I guess that's asking as we always do. Uh, what do you guys met up with, with Pokemon? Or I guess oh, up to in general. I mean, I caught a shiny Zoro arc yesterday. Yeah, I, it took that's me cool. like an extra three hours to do that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was t- I went almost a year in the re- raid resets. So by the time you're listening to this, the event's already over, but there was a raid event in Sword and Shield for a shiny Zoroark plus a bunch of other Pokemon. Totally, totally has nothing to do with the trailer or any other news we got in the week. Just, just they decided to do Zoroark. They wanted to make a shiny Zoroark in the raid, and then they decided to design a Pokemon after it. It's very fast turnaround. I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised that it had a... They have that fast of a turnaround, but uh, yeah, I, all I did was that, and then crying because of Unite. I hate the I hate the pumpkin event so much. With four terrible. more days left, talk about it a bit more too in the news and just how that hellscape is. Ugh. It's not good, and I told myself I'd stop playing if the Halloween event wasn't good. And uh, well, I've been doing other like things. I'm I'm yeah. I'm really excited for the season to end, and then for me to be able to regrind back up to masters. <laughs> I, I I like the grind. I like them beyond that. But uh, besides, like the dailies in Unite, you know, we're yeah. we're wrapping up two two of the Puggle tournaments at the time of recording this. We have the final four for uh, you know under five hundred. Uh, top eight for Puggle Factory just started, so we're wrapping up everything, and then we'll have something for BDSP at some point. Hopefully, maybe, probably. Yeah, because I think we actually found out in the, in uh, we'll talk about it too in the news actually. But we we got a bit couple details about stuff. We don't know if it's final or not, which is actually kind of promising, at least for what stuff that we do normally or we did normally at one point, which kind of makes me excited. Might actually play, get into some meta to a degree. That's pretty much it for me, you know. Yeah, speeding through the game last second. Ah. Uh, well. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, I played through all of Xenoverse in like three days. 
<laughs> and I rushed through it because I, like I had started it, got like halfway through, and this is my problem with a lot of these ROM hacks is I'll join when people start playing them, and then something will happen, and then like, I had to leave off. on vacation. Yeah, for, yeah, like, your uh, you, had, you had your road trip or whatnot, didn't you? I think it was like right around that time. Yeah, I had like a, either a two week road trip or like a, like a long vacation planned to go to a wedding, and suddenly it's like, oh, I forgot everything, and my entire motivation for the game dropped. And I'm like, oh, we have to record this. I need to finish the game. So I know the second half of the game fairly well right now. <laughs> At least when we get to the topic, too. Like, myself and Lenny, it's been a while. Well, no, Lenny, you refreshed yourself. I am a little rusty on stuff. But, uh, try to, try to refresh myself a little bit right before. Didn't really work, but we'll see when we get there. But, uh, I, I guess with that, um, let's, uh, go to the news. <laughs> And in the news, um, we got some, uh, good trailers, I guess, to a degree. Yeah. I would definitely say so. Yeah. I believe at the time that the last podcast came out, we got the teaser trailer, I guess. We had the clear, uh, we had the clear image that came out when, like, the day after they recorded, we got the actual official confirmation it was Zoroa and Zoroark. Yeah, and we got that being the with Ghost Normal, and then, I guess, the extra pre-order, or not pre-ordering exactly, it's the it's the early game bonus, which is, from what we know from before, it's essentially, as long as you get the game early, you get the game at, like, launch, or within the first couple of months of launch, you'll be able to get all the stuff, I'm pretty sure. Digital launch gets quick balls via some code in the Nintendo. In the receipt, yeah. Yeah. Baneful Fox mask. It's cute. People have uh, decided that these are suddenly uh, a bad thing, despite them never having been discussed before now. Uh, I don't remember people having discourse when Victini launched, but here we are. I don't mind, like, these early game like, because it's, it's not, like, it's not forcing you to pre-order, which is really nice. You just get the game as long as you get it within the first, like, time span. And they're usually generous with it to a degree. They at least give you, like... It's several months. Or at least for all the BDSP stuff, like, you have until the new year, you have through Black Friday, you have through Christmas to get the game. And I believe all the stuff for Legends Arceus is through March. It gives you incentive to buy the game early, and even then it's nothing like breaking the game is just cosmetic unless there's a mechanic we don't know it's at most a uh it's not like it's only a pre-order bonus which those are questionably ethical but these this is not that so yeah we got hithuian zoror zorark with and being ghost normal i i think they look fantastic i love them Uh, they look great what is their gimmick is it like it's gonna be an i think it's gonna be like an alpha pokemon or oh i think so I think it's one of, like, the bosses, probably, yeah. And I think also, um, I think the Marnie ancestor has a mask or something that people are hinting at that it's, like, or her, like, mon that she has, like, her signature. Ah. I I saw, like, a picture of it. I don't know how guaranteed it is. A lot of stuff is just, like, we're looking for little things and trying to make a connection. Also, alongside that, we got a trailer for BDSP, which gave us some more screenshots and then also... You can get platinum outfits. One thing was really nice is we saw the union room, a battle, and there was no timer. I didn't realize that. There was no timer on the screen, which is oh. what was really exciting, because that means we can do things we used to do, like, oh, you is valid on cart now. 
Or at least BDSPOU, which is basically the same thing. Oh, can you say UUTC on cart again? Because I can. Like, no timer on cart. That is very nice to me. But that could be a local battle. There's things we... It could be changing, but... From what we saw, there was no timer on that battle screen in the union room, which makes me happy. I'm excited to take that Friday off and just play the game all day and then go to a wedding the next two days, that night <laughs> to the next day. Yeah, because I don't think we had any other news from the trailer other than, like, was there anything else from that trailer that stood out? Nothing else from that trailer. Also, we mentioned earlier that the Halloween event in Unite it's still going on. It relaunched with Greedent. You can get a free Greedent if you play. Yeah, if you play and get the uh, pumpkin to trade in. It's not a fun event. Well, I don't know if you can get Greedent with all of the pumpkins remaining. Uh, you can get, you have to get lucky and you have to have logged in for a certain number of days beforehand. You can, the login, the login thing for the thing is the 14 days of logins, but it lasts for like 20 days. Yeah. It, it's that plus there were Halloween dailies you could do to help that and, um. If you like started that, like, as you're listening to this, if you started, you could possibly get it. You can also get really lucky by opening one of the boxes and get, like, 50. Oh, yeah. The the point zero three percent Yeah. <laughs> At least they tell you the rates, but it's still, like, oh. It, it's so absurd to get anything above what you should. It's just, like, here's a free pumpkin. 66% to get one. And if you buy them, they cost two. It's 31 or two or something like that to get two. So, over 90, like, percent. Like, not, almost, like, 99% to get one or two. Everything else above that is, like, almost impossible. And it's just insulting. Yeah, you're clearly... Clearly, they just wanted to give these as, uh, ways to get, um... To gamble. Well, it's not even the gambling. I think it's so much as, like, these are, like, the log... These are supposed to be, like, the way to make those other logins more interesting. Well, you Since they added the Halloween dailies... You can actually, like, achieve almost everything in the shop. I'm, I'm getting everything but the witch's hat, which is nice. I only wanted to get greeted in the pose, and that was all I cared about. Everything else is like, whatever. I wanted the backdrop, and I got it yesterday. I was happy. But yeah, no, the event is terrible. It's the whole thing of, like, oh, you throw, you turn in, you turn someone into a pumpkin, they drop all their orbs. I can't see how that is annoying at all, but that's what they went for with Unite. Also, Shiny Zashin and Zamazenta are... Well, Shiny Zashin's live in the U.S. and some other places. Zamazenta we soon in those places, but I believe you can just... There are some countries that you can get both right now. And there are some GameStops you can register your email for to get the codes digitally. And they'll just email you codes. I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but people are figuring it out. <laughs> but, uh oh yeah, the, the U.S. ones for Zashin is until November 11th. And then, I believe... Right after that is when the Amazenta starts. Let me see if I can find the date for the Amazenta. I think it's opposite versions. Yeah. If you have to have both copies, you get both. Uh, yeah, the Amazenta will start, like, right after, until the end of the November. In the Discord, people are trying to help out people to figure out how to get a setup. Come in, ask. People are willing to help. People might even have extra codes. Who knows? I'm not gonna guarantee that. Yeah. Ask politely. Because I know some, some GameStops are being kind of scummy and going, Oh, you know this code you want? But usually you just go in and get the code and be good. They're requiring you to buy stuff to get the code. Which is against their own policy. Please tell them that, and if they ignore you, report them to corporate. They seem to be at, like, a higher level than the store, which is why it's weird. Like, some of it seems to be, like, district managers and stuff. From what I was hearing, it's dumb. Yeah, in other news, uh, the fourth episode of Pokemon Evolutions has released on YouTube and Pokemon TV. Uh, that was the one about N, I believe? Yes. N and Getsis. 
uh, with the fifth episode titled The Rival being released on December 2nd. Uh, I really enjoy these evolutions. I, it's, it's like a fun little like snip into like the mindset of some of these people. They're fun. They remind me of the generations, but not quite as uh, good. Uh, Alright, so Pokemon Cafe Remix is now released on Switch and mobile and is a considerable overhaul from the original game. Uh, no idea if it's any better, since I didn't play the first one. But, you know, there is a new Cafe Remix. A great, great on to the next thing. So, to celebrate <laughs> Pokemon TCG's 25th anniversary, a new mechanic for the Pokemon trading card game was revealed. They wouldn't have done it for any other reason. This is Pokemon V-Star cards that act like Pokemon VMAX that need to be placed on top of a V Pokemon to play, or Pokemon V to play. Uh, the Pokemon V-Stars have got a V-Star power, which is like a GX attack that can only be used once per game. The biggest difference is that they cost two prizes instead of three. If you want to know more about this, you should listen to the TCG cast that'll be out eventually. I'm sure they'll talk about it. Oh yeah, they, they probably will. Yeah. Uh, so the Pokemon Company International has announced the digital contest, Super Pet Contest, in order to win prizes. Until November 9th at 8 o'clock UTC, uh, Pokemon fans from across the US, UK, France, and Germany can enter pictures of their pets in cute, clever, cool categories uh, on their official website. You notice how all of those are contest categories? Uh, contest yeah. categories, yeah. And prizes include a BDSP and a Nintendo Switch. But in other fun news that I'm excited about, uh, Original Stitch uh, is releasing some embroidery patterns with Unknown, as well as Pokeball, Great Ball, and Ultra Ball buttons on t-shirts. Tell me when they get Beast Ball buttons. Yeah, if they get Beast Ball buttons. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, um, Original Stitch is a company, I think, out of Japan. That, like, hand makes, like, Pokemon-styled t-shirts, colored shirts, Hawaiian shirts, with a bunch of different designs. They're super, super cool. I think I have a couple of them. I know Thatch has at least one or two. I know I got the, uh, Cramorant one. They are just expensive. That's the big thing. You're, you're paying about a, what's $100 per shirt, I think, is about average. Yeah. I got one as a gift, and I'm thrilled with my Crobat. That's it for me. Lydian, tell us about the video game. Well... Uh, so they've announced a new online battle that is the uh, Gym Challenge single battle competition where players can only use Pokemon owned by Gym Leaders and Sword and Shield. I don't know what would be good in that. Rehan and only Rehan. Anyway, uh, registration is open until November 11th and runs the 12th to the 14th and you get a whole 50 battle points. What generosity. Uh, regionals and international challenges were announced for next year. Uh, the first one is March 18th to the 22nd in Salt Lake City, Utah, at the Salt Palace. Um, there are a couple of these, uh, Orlando, Florida, Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin in June that all have, uh, go support. All of the other ones won't. We also got the quote-unquote dates for the uh, European International Challenge in Frankfurt, Germany at the end of April, and the North American International Competition in Columbus, Ohio at the end of June. And then, uh, oh god, to wrap this up, Pokemon Go! Try to speed through this real quick. Uh, November 20th yeah. will be Shinx on the 21st of November. Uh, the bunch of spotlight hours for, like, Cactia, Chinchow, Turtwig, Chimchar, Piplup. That's for, like, each week of November. The Breakthrough Research Reward for November is Vullaby. And then this one actually will be, when you're hearing this, this will be live, or should be live. Um, November 1st and 2nd is the Dia de Muertos event. Hopefully I said that right. Which will run it globally this year. And, uh, Cubone, Suncurrent, Murkrow, Houndour, Sableye, Sunflora, Drifloon, Yamask, and more will be appearing more frequently. And you'll be able to get Shedinja through a collections challenge. I, well, I don't know what that means exactly. But, uh, November 5th through 14th is the Festival of Lights event. 
November 16th through the 21st is the Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl Celebration event. And then 26th through the 29th of November, the Season of Mischief will end, and players who completed the Misunderstood Mischief Special Research will unlock a new special research to learn more about Hoopa. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I don't think there's anything Puckle news. We kind of already covered the tournament standings right now in, uh, the beginning. Yeah, uh, so the, the only other Puckle news I can think of is there will be probably some sort of contest and or tournament come BDSP. Probably. Maybe. Who knows? We just don't know what it's going to look like because we don't know what the rules are on the card. My guess off the top of my mind is there's going to be a ball sticker con- or sticker ball contest. Just, I don't know. Design the best ball. That sounds wrong. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Uh, Name in progress. We'll have have some of that once we know BDSB rulings and stuff, and then also... We'll have some fun stuff planned for everybody. I guess they will probably also have much more streams once BDSP launches. That'll probably get revived a bit, because right now it's a little... Streams are kind of random, body. Spotty. Have a couple more streams throughout the, at least the end of the year, and probably a few beginning, could probably, like, BDSP will last until end of the year, and then end of January's Legends, and that'll be fun. Yeah. I know we have a bunch of, at least, streaming content planned for BDSP, at least. Yeah. So, you know, Shamu and Thatch will stream it, like, week of or whatnot. I'll yeah. probably jump on and do, like, a poison monotype run, just for fun. That I think yeah. will be entertaining. Just because, especially because there's a steel gym. Might even be able to do some fun stuff with Legends, too, with competitions with two people, like racing to do oh, something yeah. or something like that, or like, hey, do this, like, we can make challenges out of it. I fully plan on doing, like, BDSP underground races. First person to find a specific fossil when digging, go. And we just race and chat. Yes, and give it to me, because I really need a Kranidose. We can talk about it later. Let's not, let's not say too much, because we can't guarantee anything. The only other thing I, 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 uh, they did say there's multiplayer contests, right? I believe so. The contests are changed. Yeah, we can have contest competitions. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll have contest competitions. Oh, don't you worry. That's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Uh, but I guess with that, we should, uh, wrap up the news. Been going on a little too long. <laughs> uh, and, uh, we'll be back with, uh, a little Pokey Quiz. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And thank you, Mark, for the uh, lovely rule there for the Pokey Quiz that I might follow. Um, <laughs> uh, so, again, as we did with Pokemon Insurgents, this time we're going to do Pokemon Xenoverse. I tried to tone them down a bit because <laughs> there's not, honestly, there's some, it's, it's, it was way easier to find hard stuff for Insurgents than it was for Xenoverse, just because... Insurgents with a much bigger game. Um, but yeah, our competitors here are... Uh, I'm going to keep with what I said before, I think, last time. They are going to earn a number of points to earn a copy of Balan Wonderworld. I am going to keep with that. Oh my gosh. I forgot. I forgot <laughs> that's what this supposed prize was. It's oh, fitting that for playing fan games, we get to play a bad Sonic fan game. 
it'll be cheap enough too. So it's probably about twenty bucks, honestly. So it's about the same thing as the normal one. <laughs> this, but uh, yeah. If you guys, hey Claude, let's throw right. Like we're throwing. <laughs> uh, Balan Wonderworld. Gosh, what a game! I get to play that soon, actually, because I finished my last game I was working on. So that'll be fun. And then um, you chose Balan Wonderworld. Yep. But if you guys okay. are ready, I will ask you the first question. All right. Sure. Okay. So, there's a Pokemon in Xenoverse called Masago. It's a little fun Pokemon that's got multiple costumes changing its type. Different, co- like, gives different appearances. It's still the same Pokemon, just a little bit of a type, different appearance, bit of a different movesets. But what I want to know, which is the first one that you can encounter? Uh, All right, so that's a, that's a trick question because you can get one through a mystery gift. Not including the mystery gift. Dang. Um, then is it... The There's one that's in, like, the first forest. Is like, that the, the Heracross first... one? Yeah. I want to know what the first one you can encounter in the wild. We'll, say, we'll clarify the question with that. Yeah, but I, it's not it's not in a den. It's just, like... No, it's it's on the first route. It's in the, Or, like, the right above the first gym. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get it before the first gym. Um, I thought it was the I thought it was Heracross, but I could entirely be wrong. Um, like the bug form of it, I guess. Or I don't know if that's bug or if it's fighting though. No, it's bug fighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets but a secondary like, type of whatever trying to copy. I think exactly. But is, yeah, there's no mono bug. There's only seventeen of them. That's right. Yeah. So the first one, unless we're missing one in like the very first route, it's either bug fire or bug fighting. I'm gonna say bug it. fighting. I think it's bug fighting with Heracross. Is that your final answer? Sure. It is, yeah, Heracross is correct, and it okay. is a fighting type. It, it, cool. That's why I, was, like, I wasn't going to like force you to answer that, but like, I wanted to see if you would get the fighting part of it, too. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, good. One for one right now. We'll see if that, that stays. Nope. Um, Not at all. So, um... This this one might have changed with patches because this game is constantly being updated to a degree, mm-hmm. and they might have thrown this in there and fixed it. I don't know, but uh, there's a move Scoville, uh, Fire Grass type can learn, and it's they 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 use it on you, but you cannot yeah. actually get this move on that Pokemon. What move is this? Oh, gosh, um, um, I will oh, give a hint too, just to because I don't think I said that earlier, but you do have a hint. It's it's, yeah. it's uh, it's I'm trying to think of the the name. It's like the is it the hot chili pepper? Yes, Goldville is the hot chili pepper mon. I thought that was the move. No. <laughs> okay, that's not the move then. Um, it's not because it has its like fire. It has its like it has a physical grass scald. Yeah, I thought, that, I thought that was hot chili pepper. I couldn't entirely be wrong. Yeah, but 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 move. that's the move that no 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 I know. But but it has that. Um, I feel like I feel like it's got to be the stupid dragon pulse move because I was like ah yeah grass and uh, fire I can kind of wall this with my uh, water dragon type and then I use dragon pulse. Then yeah, let's go with Dragon Pulse then, because everything was... else that I've been hit with on that thing feels fairly normal, you know. Uh, sure. Is that your final answer, Dragon Pulse? Sure. That is incorrect. No. It's Solar Beam. Well, it's a good thing this. they 
Well, it's like I because I just figured it still got <laughs> but, but it. To I, be honest, I remember, I remember, I remember complaining about this to you, and I was like, "Why? Why can't this thing learn solar beam? It uses it on you. Like one of the oh trainers does have solar beam on it, but it, you, there's no solar beam TM in the game. Ah, oh, it's so annoying. So you can't actually learn it by via relearner or tutor or anything, because it's the, the TM solar beam. At least time what we played it was not even in the game. You could not pick it up. You could not find it. I did see that that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it can learn it, but I know it's been it doesn't added. Learn well, it, 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 it can learn it because in post game. Yes, what I'm is... saying is you can. I know, and I saw in the latest patch when I was looking over the patch notes that Solar Beam is in the newest map. Like you can pick uh, up the Solar uh, Beam TM. I don't know if Scoville can learn it now. It 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 probably it can because it's in this, this learn set like data, and there was okay, a then, trainer yeah. that in the post game of the normal stuff that was before that. One of the Geist members, but we can talk about them later. Had okay. a Scoville with Solar Beam. Cool. Because this whole gimmick is being a sun grass or a fire grass type with drought. A jalapeno. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a really strong mod. We can, I can gush about it more later. But uh, Fire yeah. grass is a really good typing. It is. I think it's underrated. Actually, I'm not sure if it's the best typing. It's weak to a lot of stuff. But it, it's a cool typing. It's a fun offensive typing. All right. On to the next one. You can earn two points here. So. The main question is, how do you acquire the Pokemon Dona- Donatus? It's the little banana steel. Donatus. Oh, Donatus. Okay. How do you uh, get it? And then if you get an extra point by telling me how you get the shiny of it. Got it. So there are two challenges in the, like, creeping forest where okay. you have to use the Donatus to, um, like, just go grab a couple items. In the normal version, I think you can run away from Pokemon. And the second one, you can't run away. And if you do complete the first one, you get a regular Donatus. With the challenge mode, or the hard mode, you get the shiny one. Can I've never encountered this place. I've so, never... uh, so in the, you know the Creeping Forest where, I, like... I know you're... Oh, oh, you're explaining it to He's him. talking okay. to me. Um, yeah. So, I believe in, like, the forest area with all of the, like, you know... You know, the forest area. With the shrines and stuff. I think, like, Shyleon Temple. Yeah. In that area, there's a little, like... I think once you go through it the first time... You can go back to an area, and then two of the, like, guards or elders are in this little, like, hut, and they will give you a challenge for Donatus. Well, the reason I know this is because I recently, when I was going through the game, I was watching some walkthrough of it, and someone did it, and I'm like, wow. That's dumb. Well, uh, do you, you know what, what it's called? called? Is that Tell that... you what the place is called? No. Is I that... Wait, like, wait, oh, wait. Is that the uh, uh, Path of the Hero that was on the map that I could never find? Yes, that is it. It is Path okay. of the Hero and Hard Mode. That's okay, there it is. Path of the Hero and Hard Mode. I knew I could describe it. I just didn't know the name. Yeah, that's how you do it. It's honestly like it's it's not bad, but it oh, is, it's difficult. It is pretty difficult. Like it's it got to a point where I was worried, but like they do give you stuff to like not lose all, all your PP. But it is a it is a struggle. I remember doing it. It was like the Hard Mode is only like you. you have, it's you dependent have, entirely on your encounter and what you fight. Because you have yes. to fight everybody, and if you fight a Scoville, you basically die. Donatus uh, is grass steel, right? One. It is grass steel, but you think it yeah. they give you a bunch of coverage. You get rock and flying alongside of dual stab. Mm-hmm. But usually the Scovilles are faster, and if you don't have an Akaberry, you don't live a hit. Yeah. I don't think I ever ran into a Scoville, honestly. And you got very lucky. Yeah. I, I never like I never saw one there, so. I thought like everything else but that. Because they even got a shiny there, too. When I did it, I was like, ah, I'll take it. But, uh, okay. On to the next question. Um, there are three answers I need 
um, if you can get two of them correctly, you'll get the point. Get all three, you'll get two points. So, you you don't start Xenoverse with an actual traditional starter. So mm-hmm. what I want to know are the final typings of the actual three starters that are in the game. Uh, water fighting, grass dark, and fire. What do you mean the actual starter? The actual, so, like, the... So, in the post-game, they, they, like, the starters you start out in the game with, though they're not actually the traditional starters of that region. Mm-hmm. No, those are the, no, oh, they're not. No, 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 no because remember, they're, you like, can go get the actual special. starters. Yeah. No region, and I want to know what those final typings are of those yeah. starters. They're water fighting, grass dark, and I think fire ground. They're, they are a frog, a bat, and an elephant. Oh! 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 Okay, the, the elephant is water fighting. Yeah. And then, uh, I knew that one, and then I know that, uh, the, the banana bat thing is, uh, its middle evolution has my favorite name in the game. It is Batnana. Batnana. Oh my god, it's phenomenal. Which is why I can remember that it, it uh, anything about it. It is a uh, grass dark type, and they, then they two banana Pokemon. They got Donatus, and then Batman. well, Donatus is is a pineapple more than yeah. a banana. Well, the name still. is Donatus, the banana. Yeah, you know. No, no, it's banana. from Ananas, which is uh, pineapple in French, because these guys are French. Yeah. Oh. They're French developers. Oh, they're, they're, well, they're Italian. Italian, but they but also yeah, speak way. French. Yeah, yeah. Same. I mean, Italian French, pretty much the same. Right, Whimsicott? Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with grass, dark, ground, uh, fire, ground, and, uh, water fighting. Oh, cause isn't, isn't, uh, the elephant swellephant? Probably. Yeah. I, I was swellephant or something like that. Yeah, I thought it was, like, I thought it was swellephant, cause it was, like, a play on it being, like, super buff. That's your final answer, then, of those typings? Yes. yes. That is correct. Yep. The, uh, the grass, dark, banana bat, the fire ground, uh, daredevil frog, and then, uh, water fighting swallowfin, or whatever it's called. The buff elephant. No, it's swallowfin now. It will always forever be swallowfin in my mind. <laughs> That's not bad so far, though. You still got your hint left, and only got one wrong, so it's not that bad. We might as well um, use our hint, then, yeah. because, uh... Let's so, use the hint right now. Alright, I'm gonna give you a choice here of two stats, being special attack or HP. Uh, I think it's a trick question. Uh, let's do special attack. Okay. Okay, so what I want to know is what sound type Pokemon has the highest special attack? Explode. No, I have no idea. it's not I have just a guess. Um, it's my guess, though. That it my guess is Roserade. Uh, Roserade Rose X. Ra- oh, Roserade X. How high is that? It's like, a, it's over 130. I was looking at it last night. Uh, uh what about the, what about the, uh, is it Porygon? Doesn't he get, like, a form that's sound type? Oregon Wes, uh, W-E-S, it's a... Or, uh, wait, 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 wait. evolution that's sound? Wait, 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 wait. Wait. What is the fire sound, uh, is that physical or special? It's physical. Oh, okay, then never mind. Um, if I remember right, Porygon Wes isn't that good. It's just, like, super rounded and boring. Okay, I'm just I'm just going through things I remember from the game. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of the sound gym. Uh, uh, yeah. Is, would Bandeon be around there? No, those Pokemon are all like. What hit once? That would be one thirty. Oh, Soundion. Yeah, not yeah. not the. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything tops uh, Roserade at like one thirty four or one thirty five. Is that your final okay. answer? I, I, yeah, I, I, they I, tended I to. These game, this game was, like, surprisingly restrained with its base stats. Yeah. 
Well, I will say that is correct. It is Sylv- it is not, not Sylvia. Hey! It is Roserade. By four hey, points. By four points. The start the sound starter, the fire one, actually has one thirty special attack. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I, I went it's it's well, cause what it is is it's got like it's just massive attacks and HP. Because that huh. thing is just yeah. I, the HP one was gonna be second highest, just to peek behind the curtain. And the uh, second highest HP of a sound type would have been Wigglytuff. Oh my god. Because the fire starter actually had the highest HP of a sound type Pokemon. And then uh to answer with like I, the bandy on it. It's it's HP it's HP I wish I... special defense. Being like one ten and one thirty. Right, we we'll talk more about some of these Pokemon because I, I I had I had so many things I wish I knew about before I played the game. Yeah, there's some there's some learning curve to the game that's not really great. I don't even know if I want to call it learning curve. Uh, but with that though, you got six points. So if I remember right, last time you got seven. So that's thirteen points to an undetermined point amount. Woo! Yeah. To so when we're done, let us know in the comments how how many points we should go up to. I think the first I think I said fifty just out of nowhere, but like I don't even know what I do we do it to, you know? Alright, like, well we'll just do it for fun. Yeah. yeah. We don't uh, need but... to win if the prize is Bal in Wonderworld. <laughs> nope. Well you said you were gonna throw and you didn't throw, so I don't know what you're doing. Uh but with that, uh, we'll head off to the topic and talk more about Pokemon Xenoverse sound type and uh a bunch of other stuff. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And now on the topic, we've been referencing it for the whole show up to this point. Now we get to finally talk about it more. <gasps> uh, Pokemon Xenoverse, per Aspara and Astra. Uh, which means, through struggle, the stars. Uh, it's, a, it's a well-known Latin phrase. I thought it was Italian. I mean, what is Latin but really old Italian? Fair enough. <laughs> this is definitely a game. Like, a lot of people hype it up as a very good ROM hack, and... I'd say it is, but it's not perfect. <laughs> it's still in the works. It is, yeah. This is the big the big thing to mention at the very beginning, is that this game is not actually finished, finished. Like, you can play through the main narrative, the main story, to completion. Like, with Elite Four and the Champion. You can play through that. But after that, like, once you beat the main story... A lot of stuff just kind of falls apart. There's no post-game. There, there is. They're, they're slowly adding it. Yeah. They've added two of, like, five portions of a post-game right now. And I, I didn't play through them. I stopped once I beat the champion. But I did a bit of stuff in the post-game, but I had to stop myself. But I guess just to, like, go through the main, I guess, basis of what the game is. You get your your starter, which is, uh... You'll learn is not exactly a starter in the well, end, they are. to a degree. I don't want to spoil it, because honestly, it's one of the best... Uh, it is a really cool spoiler. Or a cool, what? not spoiler, cool thing. So I won't go yes. too much into it. They they do evolve and change. It's just, you are you start off with either Shylian, the Grass Fairy, which Claude had, Trishout, the Fire Sound type, which is a new type, um, which is the one I took, or Shulong, the Water Dragon type, which Linian grabbed. So, since you mentioned Sound type, we've talked about before, let's just cover, uh, like, Sound type. 
So they had a sound type to kind of balance some stuff out, like, just to help Dragon, also help Fairy, or not help Fairy, yeah. but, like, I guess hurt Fairy. So sound type is super effective against uh, water, flying, and Fairy. Uh, and then it is resisted by Psychic, Electric, and Dragon. And there's no immunities to sound type, uh, except for, what's it? Soundproof, uh, Soundproof. Yeah. Being just, like, just to give you the, the ability to give you immunity. And they changed the Pokemon's type. Like, Exploit became a sound type. Yep. Audino got sound typing uh, added Northern on. as well. And there's a bunch of other ones that Inexplicably, got Inexplicably, Lopunny and um, Arbok did. Yeah. I, I do not understand the logic there. And then, yeah, defensively, sound resists water flying fairy. Um, and only thing super effective against sound is Electric and Dragon. So it helped balance out the whole typing chart. Yeah. So the older mod that got it being like the Cricketune line, you've got the Hypno line, Audino, Arbok. The whole x line just turned a sound. We said Noibat. The Noibat line gained sound instead of flying. Uh, Iglybuff yeah. got lost its normal typing for sound. Chadot became, became sound flying. Litleo and Pyroar became fire sound. Uh, Meloetta is no longer normal psychic. Sound psychic. And, and sound that's fighting. all the new ones that were... All the Pokemon that were changed to sound type. Yeah, no, um, Lopony wasn't the sound type. Well, uh, I feel like that was... Mm. It's not here, on the wiki. Weird. Let's the wiki, though. And this is a new mod, I don't know if they added it in a DLC. This, they're the wiki That's for possible. the game. The wiki is in Italian. <laughs> the wiki is in Italian, you have to translate it. You get funny, funny things like find them, or, um, steering wheel, beetle. Steering, uh, flying type is steering wheel. Uh, the Pokemon Squirville, uh, translates to find them once you hit it. Uh, which is deeply funny. Beetle type. The move called Smurf Cleaner you found out, like, right before this. We don't know yeah. what it does. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Flamethrower. Okay. But it's just like, what? No, it's not. But what the, is that? What move is that? It's not Flamethrower. Is it Lava Plume? There's also, like, so the other fun thing they, like, added within the game, which is part of the gimmick, is the, uh, like, they added, like, Xenoverse Mons, or X Mons, that are slightly varying typing, different moves, um, for example, like, the first one you'll encounter that's part of the game is a fire-type Elekid. That thing is the broke, most broken thing in the game. It, it really is. <laughs> it evolves into a bunch of a bunch of stuff that's really cool. But they also added a bunch of retro Pokemon as well. I yes. was not able to find any of them in my playthrough. Uh, but there's a bunch of them that are, like, there's ones I didn't even know existed in this game, looking through the wiki now. Yeah, there are, so what they did is they took the stuff from, like, they either took, like, the old art from, like, Gen 1 and 2, and also the Betamons. So, I yeah. believe, whatever the tiger thing, the, uh... The, the Tigret? Tigret, yeah. Like, also, like, remember the old retro artillery? Octil it looked like a tank. That's in the game. And what they, I believe, I don't know the rate you find them at, but, um, they are essentially, like, shinies that are just hard to find. You find them in the area that you would find the normal form, if it's there, and then you just have to... There might be a way to... I, I don't remember the mechanics behind it. there are some brand it. new mons with it, and it's just like, I didn't know you existed. They're not really good. Their stats are usually aren't really, like, strong from what I saw from them. That's actually a trend that I appreciated. Most of the yeah. new Pokemon come out slightly underpowered rather than slightly over... Like, a lot of times it's like, oh, all the new Pokemon are broken. It's like, no, they actually hit the mark. If anything, it's a little low. Yeah. So yeah, like, the game introduced Retro, you have X Pokemon. There are only, like, 40 or 50 X, not that you can get all of them. Most of them you can only get, like, post-game anyway. So if you're like, I'm gonna run through a team of all X, there's, like, four that you can get before the end of the game. At least realistically. 
Yeah, like, there, there's some, there's some not easy ones to get, because, uh, a lot of them are, a good chunk of them pop up all at once at the very end, and it's like, you- Cause you need surf. Six, you can get before the end of the game. Yeah, there's a good chunk, actually, I'm looking at now, too. It's just, the just encounter rate, they're hard to get uh, to. It's, it's either that, or you have to know where they are to find them. Yeah. Yes. And so what you'll see is, like, they, they do give you a quick tutorial. There's, like, a little glitchy area. You'll see, like, purple grass, a purple tree. In those areas, or if you see, like, glitches out on the screen, like, a thing flickering, that means you're in an area where, like, an ex-Pokemon can be. Found. And they're, like, a 1% or 5% encounter rate, depending on the area. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are locked off behind things, or, like, you need, like, Surf or it's Strength, just, or, or it's some a very other... late game or something. Yeah, some of them are given to you through story. Some of them, they just go, oh, here's an ex-Pokemon, and you can't catch it. <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of them you can technically get before the end of the game. But it's, like, very end game. A lot like, of yeah, the very, get, like, like, once you get, like, the end of the game, like, pretty much, yeah. Because, like, there is a certain area you go to in the story where you can just kind of get, like, three of them. At, no, I think mm-hmm. there's four of them in that area. But there were that you could have gotten, I think, earlier in the game as well. But, like, yeah, and... The two that you get earliest on that are the most busted, I would say, are the first one you get is an Elekid. Yes. That's, like, the first thing that they introduce to you. I believe that's where they introduce the boss mechanics to you. Yeah. Where there yes. are Pokemon with multiple HP bars, which is a cool mechanic. I kind of like that, you know? So, basically, what? Uh, so think of it like totem Pokemon, in my mind. Yeah. It's very similar to, like, a totem Pokemon that you have to fight. Um, But, they, like, some of them are trainers have, some of them you have, and... They don't tell you which ones you can catch and which ones you can't catch. And that's the biggest issue, because they kind of train you to go, oh, you weaken it, and once you get it down to that last bar, you can throw a Pokeball at it. But if, you, if you're if you in a battle with it, and they tell you, like, and you do it, and they can't, you just waste a turn. You Not yeah. only do you waste a turn, you waste a Xeno Ball, which is a limited, expensive resource. Like, you can get no, as many you as you them. need, but you can You can buy them later. Yes, but later. they're pricey. But they're expensive. They are They're pricey, though. Which is, you have, the only way you can catch a poke, an, um, an X Pokemon is with a Xeno Ball, which they give you, like, I think they give you a total of 30 throughout the game, which is a good amount. No, it's, it's like, I think it's much more than that. I it remember having, more than that. like, 40 in the game, and I never bought any. Because I didn't buy them, I, I don't remember what it was exactly, but they do give you a good amount, it's just that, it's the biggest issue that they're these boss Pokemon, and they don't, they teach you to catch them, but then they kind of go back on that, and you can't catch them later on. Yeah. The first one you find is an Elekid, and it's, like, really early on. And I'll say with the second, the second one you get, you can get is a Sharpedo, which that thing can break your, not, not actually break your game, it's, but it is very broken because so you, you get tutor, you get relearner at the very beginning of the game and it can relearn head smash. So you have a level like, I think 15. you catch it at 15 too. So you have a level mm-hmm. 15 Sharpedo with head smash and Aqua Jet and Phantom Force. That is incredibly strong. Yeah. Yep. I had it for a little bit and I just dropped it because I'm like, this is dumb. It's like, having Head Smash at that low of a level is just too much. Especially with also being a Sharpedo at, like, level 20. You have a fully evolved Pokemon at level 20, which is, like, it, it is insane. But, and yeah, just also, before we get too far into other things, it is just a generic game where you're kind of just going through, getting gym badges, fighting the evil team. It's fairly generic in that aspect. The plot has some really interesting elements and is a yeah. stealth sequel to the Pokemon Adventures manga. <laughs> yep. It is a, it is a, like, the story is very cool. It is worth playing for the story, I would say. But again, as we, we're, we're we have very, we have some, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? We have issues, I guess. We have issues with, like we said, with the boss mechanics. They are very, they don't telegraph you that you can't catch it. All they have is just like, 
you have to fight it. Or, like, you cannot catch this. Just something that at the very beginning of the battle saying, like, you can't or you can. All we need. It, it, it's so close to being, like, very, very good. Yeah. Really, uh, it's going to come down to, are you okay with the game just being a glorified uh, story mode? Um, and if the answer is yes, you're going to have a lot of fun. Because the character writing is really good. It's really funny. Like, going through the game, it's been, like, it's super challenging. It's And it's interesting. Like, it's not the same type of Pokemon game the entire way through. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the gyms. Because that's the first thing that popped my mind, is how coolly designed a lot of the gyms are, and how fun it is just to, you know, navigate through that The maze. gyms? The, the theming of them is all way better than anything in the, in the normal games. So, I'll give you an example. There's a gym about in the mid-game that is the fairy-type gym. And, uh, the gym, like, you talk to the guy outside of it, and he's like, and the whole thing is themed like a giant fairy tale castle. And you talk to him, he's like, yes, the weaknesses of the fairy type gym are the same weaknesses of the, a- of actual royalty, steel and poison. And you're like, <gasps> okay, that's metal. <laughs> that, yeah. like, that's a really cool idea to tie it into that, into those weaknesses. One of the gyms had me pull open the gym leader's Instagram. Oh, that guy! Oh my god, that was like a fu- that, that was, was so fun. cool. <laughs> they do some really cool things. Well, one of the one of them is just a gauntlet. Like you, you can't like you have to just fight through. Yeah, yeah. And there's some that are like really straightforward, and some that are less. But they're all fun, and none of them overstay their the longest. The, the only one that I would say is like awful is the water gym. Uh, mostly because oh, there's yeah. there's uh. One of the three puzzles goes on forever and is just random chance. But other than that, I don't think there's a bad gym in the game. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. That one's a little... I remember that one. Yeah. It's clever to start, and then it gets annoying. <laughs> by the time you're at, like, cute, By the time you're at, like, S, you're like, okay. Okay, I get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, like, there is another, there's another one that we've played. There, like, I've, I just dropped a game because the gems got just too, too dumb. Yeah. So, like... I, this is, like, this is the very, like, they do the gems as well. Like, while, yeah, the water one does have issues to a degree, but it's more, like, how I see it, like, it's based on a temple. But it fits the, it fits the theme. It fits the theme, though, which is awesome. Like, and it's even cool, it's, like, that, that gem is really cool for so many levels because it fits the theme. There's, like, I got, we should just say it's a, it's a pyramid. Yeah, It's a pyramid, exactly. so you've got a bunch of traps, puzzles. There's even a treasure room. Yes. There's a um, treasure room. There's also, if you have, you need the, uh... The water starter. You need the water starter, and you do get the other ones in the end game. You can go get the other ones via other means. But you need the water starter to get through a wall to then get... You can find a shiny Cofagricus in the gym, and you can catch it. It's... The game Which is, is awesome. Yeah. Th- that does bring me to a... I, I hesitate to say complaint, because if you look at this like a story mode where you're gonna just pick up your starter and go, it's not a problem. But... The game puts special story emphasis on your starter Pokemon. And yeah. because of that, you have... Like, it won't stop you from putting them in the box, but it will stop you from progressing at several places because they're like, you need your starter for this. For reasons yeah. that narratively make sense. Like, it's... The reveals and the stuff that they do with this, those starters are great. Um, yeah. They never evolve. In a traditional sense, yes. Yeah, you get uh, item. You give them held items, and it changes them to more advanced versions of themselves, like Mega Stones. Except that I haven't activated. Because of this, you end up a your Pokemon stays cute forever, which ingenious. I love it. Uh, <laughs> but on top of that, um, 
there are areas that like you can only send your starters into and then it creates this little like puzzle room that you can go and get items out of um so there are things like that which are fun and cool but you can't run through this without your starter uh therefore if you're doing a nuzlocke um you need to figure out how you're going to handle that because it's either an instant game over or <laughs> it's it yeah. just doesn't work as you'd expect yeah. cuz like i was able to do it but it took it was just like I had to do it where like if my starter dies, like everyone like if my starter dies, I have to just keep it around and just keep using it. Yeah, which I think is what I did. I'm like, all right, cool. It's a nuzlocke besides the starter because you need the starter for the entire game. The good news is if you're not doing a nuzlocke, the starters are not overpowered, but they are very good at what they do. Yes. Yeah, you can do some really fun stuff with them. Like you could actually do some team team setups with them fairly easily. Yeah, oh, yeah, the uh, the water dragon one is a monster. Uh, it <laughs> it's uh, really defensively built, which on water dragon makes it pretty much immortal. And uh, it doesn't even have the new sound weakness from water because of the dragon resist. Uh, so it just sits there and and kills everything in front of it with high powered special attacks. Uh, I don't know how the other ones worked. The fairy grass is awful. <laughs> I I can see that. Uh, it, it it doesn't do enough. Like, I mean, yes, having fairy type is very, very good. But, like, there are so many better fairy types and grass types you can get that I oh, felt yeah. bad not grabbing. <laughs> okay. I guess also to make a mention, too, you can get hidden abilities in the game. They have, like, a... I think it's, like, a normal chance of just having Pokemon having hidden abilities. Mm-hmm. So, I ended up getting a Drought Skullville. And one of the Firestarter forms has solar power. So, I got to abuse that for a good chunk of the game. And even then... As long as you just have Skullville with Drought, you just nuke stuff because you're getting stab fire moves with sun boost and having grass to cover the water weakness. And mm-hmm. it's just, that is just a l- And you also get Scald if you want. If you don't want to do Drought stuff, you get like, right, you can just do Scald. You get access to like the basic start, like water, fire, grass coverage. But yeah, the fire one was also just having, the fire start having massive HP helps out too. You don't have a lot of defenses, but you are bulky and you do get priority. You get enough stuff yeah. to make it worthwhile in the long run. I think if you're going through the game, you should pick the water or the fire starter. Yeah. Granted, pick the one you like the most, because it has to be on your team for most of the game anyways. But yeah. I, I think water and fire are by far better than the others. Or than grass, at least. Yeah, because I know there's, a, there's some good fairies types, too. Like, re- like honestly, fairy types are the thing. There's, so, there's some good ones. There's the uh, Knight of the Round Table. That thing is awesome. <laughs> it's literally a knight made out of the round table. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I played with that thing, and that thing was, that thing was awesome. I love that thing so much. There there are a lot of really cool Pokemon and really, really fun designs. Um, I will say that if there's a new Pokemon, you can safely uh, expect it to be well-balanced or a little weak. There are very few Pokemon that I was like, ah, yes, once I add this to my team, it'll be broken. Like, there's the Garrett. It's, it's, I wouldn't want to call it the Gyarados clone, because it's, it's, it's similar in that it it's got different. a weak base form, but that's about... Mm-hmm. It yeah. I was like, yeah, this thing will be so great, and it was, but it also doesn't really get a lot of good dragon moves. So it was just kind of like stabless for a long time. And I'm like, oh, that's the balancing factor. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of it is late game. It, things become good, not mm-hmm. before then. Yeah. Although I I must tell you guys, I must evangelize the Church of Scrivroom. Uh, it is a no, no, no. sad <laughs> steel type. He is my favorite, and I love him. No, it's all about Chimaoos. Oh, that thing is horrific. You know what it's based on, right? Wishy-washy. That too. But it's also based on a rat king. And if anyone doesn't know what that is, they're like, huh. And if they do, they're like, why would you do that? 
No, the, the Rat King is great. He was my poison ground buddy, and we had fun. I will say, if you're playing this game, I don't, I don't think any of us got to abuse this because we didn't know him until it was too late. Um, there's a little, uh, a little beefle, a little bug uh, fighter. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a bug fighting. Is huge power, and its final evolution has a base attack of like 136 or something like that. So dumb. We so never got to abuse this because we didn't find out about this, but that thing might be uh, uh that might be worth trying to uh abuse. As I understand it, it can nearly one shot pretty much anything, but uh, hidden abilities aren't as common as other abilities. It's not like one in three they're, of they're any of them. They're fairly common. It's also its move move pull sucks. <laughs> yes, but it's not. It's not a thirty percent. But it's it's not it's too low. It's in, like, the normal rotation, because you have no idea how many Scovilles I found in the wild, or the, whatever the base form of it is, in the wild. I found, like, half of them were drought, and drought's hidden, so, uh, it's not too hard to find them. Uh, Pepequeño? Uh, whatever it's called, I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I don't remember the base one is. I just remember Scoville. I think yeah. you mean find them. Find, I mean, yeah, sorry, find them. Yeah, the uh, Italian translation. Uh, but yeah, like, and again, if you're going through this, the wiki helped, but it also doesn't really help, because it's not... It's not as well documented as the Insurgents one. Mm. The Insurgents one has, like, everything you need to know just about. This one has, like, enough to work, but not a, not a, not a super large amount. Yeah, and yeah. Um, while the wiki is in Italian and the game was originally coded in Italian, uh, the game has a fully functional English translation, and oh, there yeah. is, it's which, a which good story? one. I, there was yeah. nothing in it that made me go, oh, this is clearly a bad translation. Um, there's a part in the game that is clearly based on the American West, and as someone who lives there felt hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I was like, ah, so this is what Europeans think of as the American, w- out, the American West. Yep. This is not accurate, but it's very funny that you think it is. One thing we should actually mention, the dens. I love the Pokemon dens. It's a fun little mini-game that they throw in there. They're just all RNG. A lot of them are just trial and error, and if you mess up, do the whole thing over again, including the animation and the loading screen. I'm sorry, yeah. that's, that's that's insane. That's, I liked it. I, I like the concept of it. I don't like how they did mm. it. I don't like the implementation of it. Like, the Golem one, for instance, is Oh, just... yeah, you choose oh, a path. No, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I guess that, that one. Fine. I learned the pattern, and I got it in, like, two tries, and I was thrilled. There's, like, four, five rooms. That's why I was like, you have to, you get lucky the first couple? Cool, but if you don't... It, it's so much trial and error, I don't think that's good design. That's really just not... No, trial and error with no way to determine what is actually correct. That's my and issue. No, no, no learnable pattern. Or it's, it's literally no, just no. throw yourself at it until it's done. Yeah, it's... It, they're, it's rough. Some of them are fun, some of them are just really, really rough. And it's how you get certain TMs, it's how you find some of the, uh, Mazgo forms. Mm-hmm. That are just like, you do the den, then they pop up, or you do the den, you find the TM in there, there's an item sometimes. Yada yada. I skipped a bunch of them. I think I did most of them. Oh, another thing to mention, I don't know if they fixed this, actually. They might have. They have achievements in the game. But, um, the menu is... It's bugged. It is bugged. Do not access that achievements menu, because it will freeze your game. I I learned this the hard way and lost about yeah. two hours of content, which is, I will say, um, the game as a whole is actually pretty stable. That was the yeah. only time I had the that game e- that crash. Was the only, uh, that was the only issue we had crashes with net achievements menu. So just like, cause even if you go through it and look through it, the, they are not in any order whatsoever, as far as I can tell. They dupe, they, like, that, like, maybe they fixed it. I don't know. I haven't looked at any of the patch notes as of late, 
Because, like, I, I, re- I, at least I just, be- I beat the game and I just, like, I tried to do post-game stuff. I tried to go for completion like I did Insurgents. It was too much because there is, there is no post-game really. And there, there is, but there isn't. The thing about the, the, the Xenoverse post-game is the game spits you out at about level, what, 70, 80? They're about. 70, 70, and that's like, the game ends at 70. It barely hit 70. Yeah. So, the game ends at 72, so you have that knowledge. But the post-game, like, some of the challenges and things, have Pokemon at level 100, and there is nothing to get you over that gap. I know there is one thing, I never got to it, but I don't know how reliable it is. Because there is, there is no, there is no gym re-challenge, as of now. Uh, Elite 4, you mean? Yes, I meant, I meant Elite 4, yeah. You cannot re-challenge the Elite Four. They'll probably change it in the future, I assume, but it's just, like, that was my main drawback. There's, like, no easy Elite Four grind. They do have a bunch of references to other trainers in other regions. There is a trainer you can fight who has high-level Pokemon that I believe, that's how you have to, like, grind EXP. I never got to them. I didn't do that whole challenge or whatever. I don't know everything associated with it, but there is a trainer in the core game that you can, like... I, I did. It was fine. But it, I, I, I went, I did pretty much most of the normal endgame stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, now I should be able to handle the quote-unquote DLC post-game patches. I, no, Not I that couldn't. one. They, yeah, they have, like, a DLC battle pass thing. Like, the first one, the Greninja X, which is, uh... It is also free. I just, I, I want to put it, it is, out... It is free. It is free. It's <laughs> not, you don't pay any money. It's all free. Despite being called a battle pass. Yeah, essentially, it's how they, it's how they advertise it. They've got, like, five things, and, like, the first one's Greninja X, the next one's the, uh, Legendary Dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mega Evolution. The patches are also, interestingly, not just post-game, because Claude beat the game after the, uh, Mega one went through, and the champion's Pokemon changed. Yeah. It didn't matter, though. I had it, the it broken mod. But it, it was more, like, this is a, that, that's kind of interesting that the game is not abandoned and is not in a finished no. state. Yeah, no, they're still working on it. It's like, it's not a, you can go, through, you can play the game, you can beat the main story, there's still stuff to do, and it'll, it'll still possibly change in the future, too, because, again, as we said, they're still working on it. It's not, it's not a fully, fully complete game like Insurgents was. Insurgents, we finished, played the finished version of it. Yeah, so if you're coming back to this review, like, like this discussion in like a year and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to play. No, go back and check, cause a lot of our concerns may have just been fixed. It's not like, it is still a good story, one way or another. Like, it is still worth playing through the main story of the game. I will give it that. But that's essentially all you're gonna probably get out of this game is just a, here's a story, now find something new after you beat the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the story is really good, and then it I is. would stop there. Yeah, I would just, I would finish the, fight the champion, maybe do a little bit of exploring afterwards if you want, but there really isn't, there's not enough to go. It's not like Insurgents where you've got, you beat the game, and you have, like, another region. So much more. Five to, like, ten other stories to still wrap up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insurgents had a huge amount of content for what it was. Like, and that's why I even with Ruin finished, because, like, ah, there's still cool stuff to explore. There's a whole nother thing here, a whole nother thing there. I can wrap up my rival story. I can wrap up this person's story. I can do this. It had a bunch of stuff like... It's actually allowed you to tie up everything with a nice bow tie. Xenoverse is not at that state yet. Or we don't know if it'll even get to that state. We don't know. Because again, it's still in development. It's still being worked on. Mm-hmm. And we, they... While they've listed that there will be five major patches in their quote-unquote fighter pass... They've not given an outline for what they all are. They've just said that there are five of them. So we yeah. know that there are three more, but considering that the first one was like a map and the second one was fully functional mega evolution, 
it's really yeah. difficult to go, oh, there's like five more of these little things and maybe they'll do like it's impossible to tell what they consider a patch. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say like what really irks me a lot is just like I'm glad they're updating it. But if you are doing these updates for other things, like this other area, Mega Evolution. Mega Evolution is kind of integral to the story to a degree too, which is fine, like with cha- like the final battle. But like when you don't have the basic stuff of what I would call a Pokemon game, being mm-hmm. first off, you should be able to rechallenge the Elite Four immediately, even if the teams don't upgrade. Yeah, yeah, that that should be a basic like instant. That should be in the game. The fact that it's not is really worrying. Mm-hmm. That's like my like. That is your big really, thing. That's my major complaint. It's like, and I don't. Well, cause I, I really honestly stopped at that point too, cause I don't, there might even be more stuff that was just not in the game that they just didn't do. No, looking around, that was about the only thing that I would call standard to any rate that wasn't there. Okay. Um, but that was just I, my I, main thing. It, it means that there's not a good way to do post, uh, level grinding. And considering that they've got a, a large dex that they, you know, you, they, they went out of their way to make sure you can get in everything on one save file without trading. Yeah. And they did that, and it's great. If you can't grind those Pokemon on anything other than wilds, it's it's not it's not good. No, but otherwise, I, I would give the game. All right, so what would you rate the game out of ten? Uh, well, we we if if you remember from our previous episode, uh, okay. we each give our rating out of five for a total out of fifteen. Okay, so out of five, I think I would sit somewhere comfortably around the four. Like at the current moment, it was a four out of five for me. I really enjoyed the game. There's clearly room for improvement. I think you gave that same rating to uh, Insurgents mm-hmm. if you want I'd, to amend. Oh, if that's the case, I'd go down to the 3.5 then. I liked Insurgents more than I liked this one. All right, Shamu? Um, honestly, I want to give it a 2. It might change in the future with updates, but I I am just, like, is it, a, like, if you're, if you're going to call, talk about story, like, is a fun run-through? Eh, it's like a 3, but, like, for an overall pro, like, an overall game, it's still unfinished. It's still, like... It's, I have to stick with the two. I, I me, like it. It's worth playing it. It's just, I can't, I can't compare it really to Insurgents. Like, I liked Insurgents more overall, but honestly, I had more fun on the narrative on this and the art yeah. design, which we didn't really talk about, but it's, it's all, oh, it's yes, custom. Okay. It's really good. And then and the music, we can get a chance to talk about music. The music is incredible. I want to change it to a three because I forgot about the music. The music is really good. <laughs> the music and like the, some of the trainer battles are really like good experiences musically and artistically. The the story is better than Insurgents, and it's Insurgents not close. Insurgents is cringe on cringe on cringe. This one at least has a story that's interesting, and they have bits that uh, are really fun. Like there's a prolonged Ghostbusters riff that honestly should it. have been cringy and annoying, but frankly is one of the best parts of the game. Um, I the, all of the presentation on it is pretty much flawless. There are a couple design things that I kind of quibble about. I'm gonna give it. I I think I liked insurgents more as a like time sink but xenoverse i think i liked more as a game i'm i'm going to give it because like i if i'm playing a a a little spin-off i just want to get through the story i kind of don't if there's a cool post game i'll play it but i'm considering that more base content i don't want to go through and complete a dex in a game i can't transfer out of i think this one hits what i want i'm gonna give it a five um a lot of, uh, you know, no, I think I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four and a half. I don't, I, there, there's stuff in it that is, uh, a little obnoxious, but there's so much heart on display here. Yeah. It's hard to give it less. The way I see it is, 
Xenoverse has a better, in my mind, story. I like the design look of it more, and I like the music. The actual, like, the new Pokemon they added, I, I still, I like a lot of the, I'm a big fan of, you know, changing mons we already know, rather than adding new ones. So I like that about Insurgents more. Um, I think Insurgents was just a more flushed out game. I also think it was much more difficult to, to play through. Like, I, I liked that aspect of Insurgents more, and there was more to do when you finished the game if you wanted that. This yeah. one, at the current moment of us playing it, once you finish the game, there's like one or two little post-game things, but that's it. Granted, like, when I'm playing a fan game, I want to play, I want to beat the Elite Four, and then I'm done. So I understand that aspect, but like, if you want to do more, there's not as much to do. Mm-hmm. So it all depends what you're looking for in the game. That's kind of where I'm at, really. Like, because it's just like, I want to be, like, I want to feel the, like, I want to be able to go and say, ah, I can actually complete the Pokedex and do things effectively and stuff like that. And do, like, do more, but when they really don't let you. It's not they don't let you, it's just you can't. Well, imagine you want to complete the Pokedex. Where do you, where do you level Pokemon up? No. I hacked in Rare Candies and I was thrilled my life. <laughs> yeah, like, for me doing it, trying to go, like, level up Pokemon, I had to go to an area with, like, level 60 wild, and that was pain. Yeah. And doesn't it hail there, too? No, it's, in, it's, it's inside, so at least not that. But, like, it's just, like, there was no real way to even do that effectively. Yeah, summing up our, our points here, that gives it an 11 out of 15. Uh, notably lower than our, uh, I think it was like a, I think it was 14 on, uh... Insurgents, yeah, because I think, I know, I, I'm pretty sure I gave it a 5. I think we, we both gave it a 5, I think, and Cloud, I, think I gave, it gave it a 4. A four. Yeah. I, I had my reasons, I hated the story. That's fair. Honestly, yeah, the story is cringy. I just, like, I just was, it's one of those games where you can think time into and enjoy it. Yeah, and while I thought that the story was cringy, I thought the rest of the game was well enough thought out. And while this one tends to low power, like, nothing is too strong, so everything's fairly viable, I guess the, uh, the other one was everything's broken, so have fun picking your broken, which is uh, a different and uh, also fun experience. Uh, but yeah, I think that wraps us up on our topic. Yep, I will agree with that, and I don't know which one we'll play next. We don't have really an idea, and we don't know when that will be. So, mm-hmm. if you have suggestions, always feel free to send it to us. But yeah, yep. DM us or whatever. DM me. Yeah, tag me in Discord. Feel free. I don't really care. So, uh, with that though, we should move on to the uh, poke of the episode. <laughs> And uh, for the Pokemon of the episode today, we uh, we kind of chose like two. The one that we both, all of us abused, essentially, because Linnea and Cloud, you both abused Electabuzz, or Electaburst, my bad, uh, late game. I instead abused Scoville, being essentially the mind that just got to click a move and kill something. Which is what happened end of the, end, like, in the long run, because they're just, these are probably the most broken Pokemon in the game, or close to. Are some of them. I mean, some are not, but like, some are, yeah. it's a fun team, like a fun dual weather combo that you can run through the game with. That would be super fun. I would say the only the only issue we have with it right now is that you would need three hidden abilities, but again, uh, they're not absolutely. hard to find. They're really not. No. It just takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, I'll start off though with the Skullville because we have we have the sun and we have sun and rain. So with Skullville, you want drought and then. Depend like it's got higher special attack than physical. Being has ninety two special attack at one hundred and ten speed, which are the two stats you really care about. Everything else is eighty or below. Well, it's not really strong. It's got enough speed though. But with drought, you're essentially getting 
stab and then plus the sun boost on all your fire type moves and you get access to eruption. So literally you can just give this thing a scarf and just go scarf eruption, scarf eruption, scarf eruption, scarf eruption in the sun. You don't have to get to do what Torkoal does, but faster. And being able to just nuke stuff. You get energy ball. It really comes down to like when you when you're building it, you really just pick like Fire, grass, you can also get scald, though it's a little iffy, because we do have rain, yes, but scald itself has drought, so it kind of ruins it, but if you want, you get sludge bomb, you can get, like, again, I, they, they fixed it in their DLC where you can now get solar beam, so you can just have drought, solar beam, and drought eruption, just on this thing, and it just hits like a uh, Yeah, especially when you get scarf so, so easily. Yeah, and so like you can just do like eruption, flamethrower, or flamethrower, fire blast, whatever you want. Like it really comes down to eruption, solar beam, sludge bomb, and then like a grass or fire move of your choice. I would say for it. Mm-hmm. And then also we have our a physical wall, two degrees something, just to be tanky and just be like be there to deal with some of our other like just other weaknesses as well as just being there to take hits, is Medieval. Um, this one, we're just gonna run with Rockhead, because you do learn Head Smash by level up. And this thing is more or less just more of a physical wall. It's got 100, go through the stats real quick, 100 HP, 86 attack, 122 defense, 50 special attack, 90 special defense, and 58 speed. Really jank stats to a degree, but they're still solid enough to work. You get things like, you also get King's Shield as a level up move. You get, um, you get Head Smash. You do get, um, Moonblast. Well, you have 50 special attack. Running Moonblast is more or less just there to be like, hey, coverage. Hit with hit fairy coverage. You do get, um, believe Seismic, yeah, Seismic Toss. You can learn Seismic Toss. Going off the uh, Italian wiki is not the greatest thing in the world. But, uh, yeah, I would, like, when I ran I ran King's Shield, Head Smash, Moonblast, just to, like, have coverage, and, again, you get Rockhead, Head Smash is pretty good to have. Um, but, yeah, King's Shield, Rockhead, or not, um, Head Smash, Moonblast, and I think I just had Seismic, I don't remember last move, but Seismic Toss can do a lot of damage depending on some boss, Pokemon 2. But, yeah, I think it was a Seismic Toss or two where it literally just did, like, ha- a whole bar of the Pokemon's house. Just, it, I don't know how, don't know why, but it did. Might be a bug. <laughs> but it's a very good defensive mod. Okay, uh, well, when we go back, we'll start with one of the starters. Uh, this starter is based around Trisha, uh, the fire sound one. Uh, now, uh, it's a very good mixed attacker. It's like, very high attack, very high special attack, not very good defenses, so we want it to be mixed, especially because all the sound moves it gets are special. For the most part. So, uh, if you think about it, you're gonna have moves like, you can do run fully special with things like Flamethrower. I don't know what half these sound moves are in Italian, but, you know, a very good sound move, you get some of like 36 and 40. Boom Burst is one of them, and that's basically your primary move there. You can also get like Flame Charge, I'm uh, sorry, Flare Blitz later on. If you want on it, it might be better to run this entirely special. Well, uh, you're not going to be able to, because it's a story mode, you're not going to be able to pick your investment well. So no. having something that can go mixed, just run it mixed. Exactly. And so its primary skill is solar power. 
So you don't have to worry about a hidden power. A, a hidden ability with that. It gets solar power to start with, which will be easier to find. I don't know what the other one is, but uh, it, it doesn't uh, get it this. It gets it later, a little later on. One of the yeah, forms. you get it. In the oh, one, sorry, yeah. one of the forms has it as a primary skill, so that makes it yeah. easy. I believe mean, it's and, the uh, Xenoverse form, but yeah, yep, it's the uh, second yeah, form you unlock yeah. essentially. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, you just run mixed. Like you get sound priority. You get yeah. boom burst. You you just kind of go through and just start getting like dual stab of both special and physical. Because again, you're yeah, and it hits really hard, and it, 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 it's just a very good mod, especially when you have the sun set up already. Now it's gonna hit twice as hard. Um, yeah, speaking of hitting twice as hard, um, we're gonna add Hunter's the little fighting bug. So this is one we're gonna need to find its uh, hidden ability being. Um, uh, huge power. Unless you huge power, actually, it's huge power. But Beefles isn't. Beefles is a. Uh, I think it's body armor. It's it's different. Yeah, it, yeah. Either way, uh, it has like a hundred and thirty-four attack. So it's massive. Granted, it doesn't get a very good physical type move, or a physical fighting type move for a while, so you have to use arm thrust throughout the main majority of the early game until it gets Mega Horn and, uh, might be, I don't remember the last move it gets, but like, it gets a bunch of stuff like that. You can grant if you find the TMs for like Brick Break, Low Kick, it hits so incredibly hard. I ran with Body Slam for most of the game because it just works really, really well. And then with everything else, it's just gonna break things. If you care uh, for some reason and you want to go out of your way to breed one, you can give it bullet punch. What's bullet punch? It's not the same. Oh, bullet punch. Yes. That. Bullet you punch on a Pokemon with huge power and 134 base attack. Yeah. So, yeah, it's got 106 HP, 134 attack, 93 defense. And that's 65 special defense with a 34 speed. So having priority would be nice to have, like... And if you're wondering but, if that's us doubling it because it has huge power... No, 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 that's its base. No, that's its base, but yeah. Like, that's why we're, like... We didn't... None of us actually got to use this with huge power, so we don't know the full power of it. But the fact of having 134 doubled is kind of dumb. Yeah. That's, like... Because you do get a lot of good, like, you do get TM stuff. Like, you can get Earthquake, too. You can get, like, I think it's Rock Tomb there, at least. So you get, like, a basic Rock yeah. Hit if you want. Yep. You do get Rock Fight later on, too, if you want by TM. Like, it looks like it's getting a good chunk of moves at the very least. So you'll at least have a good, like... It gets U-Turn. Yeah, it does. Wow. U-Turn. Uh, that, that can be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only... It's only problem is that it, uh... Is slow. Yeah. Can I get an Assault Vest? Do we have Assault Vest in the game? Because that would be good yeah. on it, actually. It's a, it, yeah, there's Assault Vest. Yeah, can yeah. you get an Assault Vest with U-Turn? Or, like, move, or even just, like... Just something to increase damage or increase bulk. Which yeah. you probably want on it. Mm -hmm. Alright, let me take us away. And with that, we uh, have our real star, the Pokemon that carried Claude and I completely through the end game. Electaburst. The final evolution of Elekid. It's a fire electric type, and you're probably like, wow, that's a good offensive type, but man, you've got that crippling ground weakness. Well, its ability is levitate. So, yeah, with 95 speed, 123 special attack, that's really all you need. Uh, give this thing either a choice scarf or an expert belt, and then just click uh, thunder if you want to have it in rain. 
uh, Thunderbolt. Uh, it's got Flamethrower. It's got Fire Blast. It's got Flash Cannon. It's got... Uh, what focus blast? I have to translate yeah, these. It does as it we does. go. Uh, so the, the only issue with it is the fact that you have to wait till like the end of the mid game to get it because it requires a special or, item item to evolve or good RNG. Yeah, that's the thing. You can get them as early as the second gym, and then you just have to evolve it to a uh, Electabuzz, and then you can get it whenever. But there is one way, there is one that's guaranteed, but it's not for a long time. The one that's guaranteed is after the sound gym, right? Yes. But yeah. before, so it's after gym six. Uh, Electabuzz is still pretty strong, and so it's not like you have a weak, terrible Pokemon, especially oh, not because you'll have Eviolite. But you won't have the utter game-breaking nightmare that is our, uh, our good boy Electaburst. Also, he breaks the AI, because they will go for a ground move. Not every time, but all of them will do it once. Until, until the AI learns that it can't do it. If the AI tick of doing it, so then they find out you can't, they can't do it, and then they don't yeah. do it again. It's, it's like Volt yeah. Absorb in the main games. If they don't realize yeah. you have it, they go for it. Like, mm -hmm. I think like, or if they know you have it, they don't go for it. Yeah. yeah. And then... Lastly, we've got another electric type, because with their new resistance to sound, it's actually a decent type to double up on, given that it only has one weakness. And both of them are immune to it. Uh, <laughs> we, we have uh, Herak, which is the start, the, which you can get the basic version of this, uh, Spark Owl, on the first route. Uh, you're looking for the ability... Um, sorry, I need to look up what it is uh, in English. Uh, what's Electivire's normal ability? Um, Vital Spirit? No, 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 no. The one that makes oh. it fast when you hit by electric moves. Motor, 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 motor Drive? Motor Drive. Uh, you're looking for a Spark Owl with Motor, motor Drive, which is actually pretty good, because it gives you immunity. And when it finally uh, fully evolves, you'll get Drizzle. And it is an electric flying type. It's physical, so you're probably not going to run Thunder on it. I would still run Thunder on her again. Um, it has a 67 special attack. That's not the worst with stab, honestly. Yeah, especially with how it's games. It's, it could yeah. still be worse that for a time, like I would honestly run Hurricane. You might be able to get away with some, get with not running Thunder, which is still good to have it. But you would probably want Hurricane just to have special flying. Yeah, it does. However, get stuff like uh, Brave Bird and um, what's the electric physical move that I'm sure Wild Charge. Name of? Wild Charge. So, like, if you want to run it physically. You, you can, and it, it'll be fine. It's just more of a... It's Those two moves are so strong, especially, that it is what it oh, is. Oh, I just thought I thought of a better flying type I should have had at. What? The Rapidash. No, it's actually not that it's, good. And its ability is jank. I like it. It's, I, I would have loved to agree, but it's... They're the Rapidash. It's not good. It's not okay. good. Never mind. Its ability switches its type at half, but... It's not good. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, again, this thing is just, like, we're just trying to abuse, use dual weathers, and then take advantage of the thing that are already strong, and just make them stronger. Because, yeah. like... And, like, this is a team that can just power through the game. Like, you'll have no issues with this. It's available fairly early on, like, Spark Owl, or first round. I think the Beefle's, like... It's after the second gym. It's after the second gym. Beefle's after the first or second, uh, second gym. I know okay. the, uh, Scoble is before the third. Yeah, like... Most of this is early, I think, 
Medieval is before the. Oh, it's, it's also the same area. It's also you can get this entire yeah. like team before yeah. the third gym. Yes, the third yeah. is the third is water. Then yeah, one last. Oh, third water is fourth. Uh, it's before fourth. Sorry. So, there's one thing to note about uh, Medieval. All of these Pokemon are very easy to evolve, except... Oh, Medieval. right, right. Yeah, Medieval is a special condition. <laughs> so, it needs to get King's Rock at night. Yeah, but yeah. how to get King's Rock? This is actually one of the better things that the game did. Uh, Pokemon have held items a lot, fairly often, and... Um, uh, oh, yeah, if you beat them in battle, you get their held item. Half the time. Yeah. So, the thing is, uh, there's like a 60% chance any given Excalibur has one, so if you catch one, you'll probably have it. If you don't, then just knock like three or four of them out and you'll get a King's Rock. Yeah. So, you just yeah. need to make sure that you have one and level it up at night. Other than that, this seems pretty foolproof on evolution. I think you have everything by 40? I think Skull only got uh, Firestone or Leafstone, though, I think. But yeah. And then, so... A rule of thumb, if you ever need a stone, just keep killing whatever it is that you need, and they will eventually drop one. The only um, more if you get late in the game, a lot of the department stores, or if you find, like, there's wandering, like, little travelers and salesmen and merchants, and if you beat, like, talk to them, they usually sell you stuff, and sometimes they have them, too. Yep. Um, for instance, there is a, a Pokemon called Hikilu, and he is a really adorable ice normal type without most of the... It's actually like a decent Pokemon. It's one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, but you can get it just before the second gym. And uh, I just knocked like six or seven of them out, and then one dropped the ice stone, and then I had uh, a, a Meowlamute all the way through the game. Mm-hmm. And he was very strong <laughs> because of the move free learner. Alright, I, I think that's our team. Yeah. Fun team to run through the story with, you know. If you want to switch stuff up, you always can. We'd, it's just like, hey, here's some cool stuff you can get that's really strong and... Early on. Yeah. It'll, it'll deal with at least one fight in the end that is really annoying. Um, mm-hmm. I had trouble with it, at least. <laughs> Claude and I breezed it. Uh. Alright, and then, so I guess we'll be back with the mailbag. Alright, we're back with the mailbag. Do you want to start, Claude? Sure. I will start with, uh, Wyatt White. I remember you from a tournament. Cool. Anyways, hello, Puggle Crew. It's Wyatt here. Finally composed an email that'll make it on this time. Hope everyone is doing well. You all asked about what BDSP needs, and I found it quite difficult to think of something. Then I realized that I played Diamond version back when I was only 10 years old. Kind of weird to think about. Yeah, I think I was... Uh, I may have been like 14 or 15 when it came out. I don't even remember. Or something like that. Either way, uh, after taking a trip down memory lane, I was able to ponder on what I'd like added. And the first would have to be music. I always loved listening to Pokemon music, and I would frequently visit specific areas just to play a song while doing chores or homework. Uh, I would love there to be not only newly composed music, but also a way to switch mu- uh, music back to the classic DS style. Uh, they did this in Heart Gold Soul Silver, and I use that function frequently. Funny enough, I think all of it's on, most of it is on Spotify, or you can buy it all on YouTube for like very, very cheap. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, just want to listen to it. Or it's probably on free on YouTube somewhere. But anyways, back to the email. 
Something else I would like added is legendaries. It was mentioned last week that the underground seemed to be this remake's version of soaring. I think that'd be really thrilling uh, if we could excavate our way to secret caverns and dens of legendary Pokemon that were previously unattainable in the original games, as if they were in uh, as if they were the entire time. Now that's interesting. Hmm. What do you guys think about den like the like underground caverns having like legendary Pokemon? I'd be okay with that. I don't think it'll happen, but I think it's a cool idea. <laughs> like, I can see, like, if you have, like, the right couple of statues in your base, you can unlock things. I like yeah. that aspect a lot. No, I, I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's cool. I like that. It's, they, it's not that they haven't done something like that before. They did the whole, um, Ultra Wormholes, where you'd have to go through different things and find all the legendaries in there. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, yeah. It's the, same, it's the same concept, essentially, just different implementation, you know? I don't know if they'll do it, but I think it's a really I, cool yeah. idea. Like, I, I I wish they would do it. Yeah, because we know we, de- we know they have the, like, secret grotto that you can get Pokemon in, mm-hmm. and depending on what stat, like, how many of a certain statue type you have, depends on what pops up there. I can totally see them doing that with, like, all of the Gen 1, 2, and 3, and or, I guess all the, like, up to Gen 4 legendaries, because I don't think there'll be yeah. any Pokemon after Gen 4 in this game. No, I don't think so either. This, but we'll know, who knows? Anyways. Yeah. Of course, these games are supposed to be set in a different timeline, or whatever, so while we're at it, can we get Megas back, please? I would love Megas back. I wouldn't care if they were introduced mid or late game either. Uh, it's not hard to think of some excuses on how Mega Stones were discovered after Cyrus messed up the space-time continuum or whatever. Why, why do we know these are set in another timeline? I don't know. I don't think that's true. I don't know the answer to that, but, you know, uh, I, I would like Megas back. I don't think it's going to happen, but I want it back. I can dream. No one will stop you from dreaming. Yeah. Either way, the one question that I just thought about do you th- what do you think they're gonna do with weather? What do you mean? In Gen Four, weather was permanent. Oh no, the pro- it's probably gonna be five turns. It's probably gonna stay five turns. Yeah, I assume that they're keeping because modern conveniences aspect. Mm-hmm. Like they could, but I think they're gonna leave it like with. I think yeah. they're gonna be mechanically acting how they would act nowadays. Not probably because I know that uh, we've seen moves like leafage in the game, and I'm like, all right, that wasn't there before. So yeah, I, I assume they're keeping the current move. Like, the current mechanics, but just putting it back in Gen 4. Yeah. Okay. And not we see otherwise, but I think that's how it's going to play out. Yeah. That's all he has for the topic. Can't wait to hear what everyone else's thought. Have a wonderful week. Your Wyvil. Wyvil? Ooh-woo. Wyatt White? Okay. <laughs> I, all I right. hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a whole monologue in that. I did that before. It hurt. Oh, no. Hey, oh, remember no. that. All right, Linian, you're up. So, we've got our good friend, Nico. Happy Halloween Eve, Puckle Crew. Nick here to answer the last two mailbag questions. Since they were so close together and they fit together so nicely, two weeks back we were asked if we would buy BDSP. As a local wrong opinion haver who doesn't like Sino, I'll give my unique take. I'm not pre-ordering the game, and I probably won't buy it day of, unless... Quick aside, don't pre-order games in general. It's a bad practice. Not for you, but I mean, well, it is, it's bad for you to do it because it lets game developers ship poor quality and overhyped games that are buggy and terrible. Remember Cyberpunk? Remember, um, oh, what's the name of that game? I don't remember Cyberpunk. Well, that's part of the problem. Cyberpunk 2077 had a bunch of bugs, especially on launch. It was bad. And uh, who can remember? Who can forget No Man's Sky? Who, while it's great now, that was a multi-year journey. So yeah, don't pre-order video games. It's a terrible practice. Anyway, 
uh, they're still hiding some. Uh, they he could be convinced to buy it if uh, they're still hiding some features that could convince me to get it. If they are, uh, it would be there. This is a my misread of some formatting. As mentioned last week, but if you could get every Pokemon into BDSP, that would be a big deal, and it stands to reason that picking Ilka to make these games could be part of that plan. I don't think so, but I can see why you'd get there. Uh, still stoked to play it. Yeah. I could be a good chunk, but I could. I don't think we're going to get 400-something Pokemon. Nothing after Gen 4, I don't think. I don't think we're getting anything Gen 4, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't think anything after Gen 4. Honestly, the biggest which I am hoping for is we get the Hisuian stuff, but even then, that's a stretch. Yeah. Uh, the Elephant in the Room. I really like Zoroa and Zoroark. I like somber Pokemon, uh, Pokedexes, and these are so dark. I love dual normal Pokemon, because they conceptually have to justify the normal type specifically. Uh, normal typing usually implies a closer resemblance to the real-world animal or thing it represents. How is this evolution line rationalized as normal? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't understand why they're, why they're ghost normal. I like it, though. They're really powerful. Uh, <laughs> I have to mm-hmm. imagine it's. I assume it was just normal type Zorua, and it just died. So it just it's still normal, but it just died. You know, that's kind of. I when I add the ghost type onto something, I just think of that Pokemon, but dead. Yeah, and that's kind of what this is. I think they're kind of going like, here's it's like a normal fox, it's like a winter fox, it's normal. It could, possibly would have been normal ice, but they got rid of the ice type for the ghost type because it passed away. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. He said, also, are super-powered regional variants replacing originals? I'd be hurt if my favorite Pokemon was made obsolete as OG Zoroark. Um, no. No, this is just another version. I don't think regular Ninetales doesn't exist because of Alolan Ninetales. <laughs> Remember Alolan Sandslash? <laughs> I understand that loving a Pokemon isn't just about winning, but I'd like to know how you feel about matter of downsizing if it doesn't matter at all. Have a happy Halloween, Nico. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it matters. Because uh, the original still exists and are often better. Yeah, there's some that are different. Like, they, they have their own different rules. Because even, like, Ninetales, like, alone Ninetales is good because they can just set up Aurora Veil immediately. But OG Ninetales is just like, you have Drought and you are bulkier. Who can forget um, how much, how great Mr. Mime is and how great its Galarian version isn't. <laughs> yeah. So, I wouldn't worry. About the same, same uh, effective-wise. So, yeah. Yeah. It's usually a case-by-case basis. It's not like, not every form is a guaranteed... Better. Instant, like, 100% better. It's like, some of them are, some of them aren't. Like... Marowak? Yes, Marowak was significantly improved. Um, But when was the last time anyone uh, has willingly used, like, I don't know... A Marowak. Well, normal Marowak. It was starting from a low spot. Zoroark's fine. It'll be fine. Uh, he also has a PS here that made me laugh. Uh, don't give me a blue Tauros badge. I already have one, and I'm colorblind. Ha! I get it. All right. I'll take this last one from Anthony. He's answering the mailbag, saying, uh, yes, I plan on buying Diamond and Pearl, or Brilliant Diamond, but let me explain. I'm an old Pokemon fan that prefers the 2D traditional games. I, I realize that most fans are more excited for Legends Arceus, but that game looks like a tedious train wreck, in my opinion. So if I want to play an old-school... Pokemon game on my Switch. BDSP is my only option. Uh, anyways, my question is, though, um, why do some people think it's a bad thing that the Pokemon company is finally trusting other studios besides Game Freak to make the main series games? If Ilka makes a great game, and I pray that they do, why should they stop? Wouldn't it be great if one studio makes 2D Pokemon while the other makes 3D, or is that wishful thinking? Uh, it's clear the fanbase wants different things, and I just don't see why more options is a bad thing. Okay, so there's the bad faith argument, and then there's the good faith argument. Yeah. 
because they can, they can make a game, but it really comes down like we haven't had this happen before. It's like we don't have anything to base this off of for a main series game. No, that's the real right. what it comes down to. We don't have any expectations because they this is the first time they've actually had someone make a game that is essentially what a main series Pokemon game is or was like ever. Like Game Freak has been behind like every main series game up until this point, and even then, BDSP could be considered a main game, but it's also a remake to a degree. You know, like it's a weird. It is a remake, and it's it will always be a remake in my mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a remake personally. So, like, that's how I feel it. That is the good faith argument that's like, yeah, we don't know if uh, another studio can do it as well. We don't know if we just don't have their bona fides. The bad faith argument is that it's indicative of Game Freak being lazy and trying to pass off work or just trying to rush out as many games as possible to capitalize. And that's what you'll hear a lot of people say. It's it's bad faith argument, though. So here here's where my take is. It would really be a bad move on Game Freak's aspect for to have someone else, be, like, create a new, like, at least the first iteration of a new generation. Yeah. Like, I, I, they're gonna lose so much money off that. I, so, but, like, if, let's say they're, let's say, like, oh, we're working on Gen 9 right now, and we want to put our full heart and effort into Gen 9. Then, if we also want to do a Gen 4 remake, let's tell somebody else to go do that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. kind of what they're trying to do. They're like, because again, this is not, like, BDSP is not a new game. It's not, like, it's not ORAS. Yeah, it's not, they're taking literally the framework of what Diamond and Pearl Platinum was, and they're literally just, like, re, they're just, like, recreating that exact thing in Mm -hmm. a new game, but with some differences, you know? Like, it's really, like, it's, like, you're literally just taking the skeleton and putting a new skin on it, you know? Like, you're just, it's the same bare-bones game, you're just adding a new, like, a new coat of paint. Exactly. It, it's a, it's not like it's not like ORAS where they added in all these new features and it became the main game. It's not the main. It's not going to be a main series game. This is a remake spinoff almost. Yeah. Granted, all the other ones that we've had though have turned into the main game. So yeah, because the big difference between ORAS and this is that ORAS literally had everything in that generation plus more. Exactly. Well, granted, you look at all the other remakes, like, like uh, HeartGold, SoulSilver, yeah. had the same thing, where it was, like, everything in the generation plus more. I wouldn't say, yeah. because, no, because Oraz did not have things like the Battle Frontier, or the Altering Cave, or... But it had Mega Evolution, and had all like, had all the Soaring and whatnot, and yeah. had all the Pokemon up to date, though. You could bring in Pokemon... It's the difference between Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. Ultra Sun and Moon had actually more, had everything in Gen 7, plus more Pokemon. And that's how we cannot, we generally traditionalize these main games. It's like, the next one is the one that adds more actual Pokemon. Or has, like, the current, most current game with the most playable Pokemon to a degree. Like, that's not the exact wording, but, like, because Gen 8, the newest game, the newest Pokemon, like, we're not going to go to BDSP, call that a main series game, because that's not going to have all the new stuff. It's not going to have the newest interactions with all those new Pokemon, Dynamax, all that stuff. And also, TPCI doesn't... They're not going to have you use... As far as... Well, I don't think they plan on having us use BDSP as the main competitive game going forward. No, they, they've confirmed op- They've confirmed the opposite. And exactly, there you go. And that's also something that's changed. Like, so you aren't using those for those competitive games. You're using Sword and Shield, which is then the main game, too. I think it's our way to get Pokemon into home that we, like, in the newest generation. Yeah. That's really what it is. And it's a way to re-experience these games on new hardware with some updates. Yeah. 
I, I do think it's a little disingenuous calling it substantially different from uh, Oras, though. But that's just me. Because there, there are so many changes and upgrades that there are. Yeah, a lot of them are the same, but, like, the entire underground has been revamped to not only be digging, but have the whole thing with, like, the encounters. There are new encounters in that area. Yes, it might not have all of the platinum enhancements, but Oras did not have all of the emerald enhancements. No, but Oras was designed with a new, like, thing, in, uh, with a new mechanic involved, being Mega Evolution, and the idea that this will be the new main game to play competitive on. I get. I think at that point you're drawing way too many lines, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Well, fair enough. All right, that's the those are the three emails we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, green Taurus badge. Well, one guy asked not to get uh, the blue Taurus badge, so I think he's out for the green one too. I, I mean, I would give it to Wyatt then. Yeah. Okay. I, I really have no problem with who we give it to. So, uh, does Wyatt actually does Wyatt have it? Probably. That's what I want. I want to know. Let me look. Where is he? He does not have it, so we we'll give it to Wyatt White this week. So he'll probably he'll figure it out probably later today. Cause I'm just doing doing it right now while I'm thinking yep, about why not? it. Boom! There you go. Boom. Uh, well, there we go. I don't even know what we'd ask for next week. Actually, I have no idea. Ooh, what is your favorite Pokemon to use in contests? Sure. Yeah. Because Pokemon contests are coming back, so. Tell us your favorite Pokemon to use in those contests. I remember I always liked cast form. I don't remember contests. Other than I think one for Milotic. <laughs> don't really remember any of my contests. Oh. I guess with that, uh, yada yada, social media stuff, did the Discord, Twitter, Instagram, I don't remember everything. Yeah, go follow those. Yeah. I've been Shamu. I've been Linian. And I've been Claude9. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> it's closing time. <laughs> Radio Tower. It's closing time in Lavender Town. Time to say our goodbye. Yeah.